The music is not playing yet. There it is. <laughs> I'm like, something's missing. Something's missing. Good morning, everybody. Power Life TV broadcast. Pastor Brian. And Pastor Tasha. Here to give you another great broadcast. It is Thursday. Thursday. Wonderful Thursday. Terrific Thursday. Oh, yeah. Terrific Thursday. Thankful <laughs> Thursday. It's wonderful Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Terrific Tuesday. Okay. Thankful Thursday. Yes. Fabulous Friday. Fabulous Friday. Amen. And you look fabulous ah! on this Thursday. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> On this Thursday, you look fabulous. <laughs> this is a day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. So last night we had a good time. We really did. In our, yeah. in our uh, Rama Cafe. Yeah. 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 I, I like the name Rama Cafe. Yeah. Get that Rama word. Get that Rama word. Hear the word behind the word. The, the Rama is the spoken word. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's. I'm, I don't want to bleed into Sunday, but it's when you speak what he says. Yeah. When yeah. you hear his voice and then you say. Yeah. It becomes a rhema spoken yeah. word, you know, and that spoken word is what God used to create the earth. Yeah. In the beginning, God rhema, rhema, the earth. He yeah. spoke it into existence. And yeah. so how do how do you have anything in life? You have to first rhema it. You know, it's. I totally you, agree. You're going to get the logos from the word of God, um, but it's not life until you speak it. That's true. This is a this is a um, word activated earth. Amen. So, uh, yeah, last night was good. I, I, I tackled a couple of issues. You sure did. And <laughs> and um, I believe people walked out of here blessed, you know. Oh yeah. And when you when you start looking at some of the issues in life, the matters, the things that matter, uh, how do you address it? You know, because we said this: there's a Christian POV point of view, yeah, and then there's a kingdom POV. And so, how are we to address it? The Christian way or the kingdom way? The kingdom way, obviously, yeah, yeah, is Jesus, the way that's going to please God. Yeah, you know, Jesus didn't come. To, he didn't say, I, "I've come to create a new Christianity." We're here. I think sometimes we make political decisions. Yeah, yeah, and we make uh, politically correct decisions. Right, right. But you know, we are not called to live politically correct lives. Come on. The Bible didn't. Never in the Bible does it say live a politically correct life. Mm -hmm. James 3, 13 through 18, it really breaks it down in a way that you could understand. If you read that in the New Living Translation, it says, if you are wise and understand God's ways, mm -hmm. God has ways. Yeah, yeah. And what we have to do as his people is understand his ways. Mm -hmm. Our problem at times is that we don't understand his, his ways. ways. That's right. We're trying to live our own way. And mm -hmm. God says, that is not the way I designed you to live. Yeah. Not if you're going to live a good life. Yeah. 
if you if you want to live a happy, good, fulfilled life, you're gonna have to choose your ways, and it's gonna have to align with mine. Well, think about this in, in Isaiah 55. He says, "My thoughts are not your thoughts. My thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are my ways, ways are your, your ways. ways." So, so what we have to change? You say, "I'm wise. I'm smart. I'm intelligent." Well, the Bible says, "If you're as wise as you think you are." Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. Yeah, come on. And understand God's ways. Mm-hmm. Prove it by living an honorable, honorable life. life. Yeah, say honorable that. Honorable life. It doesn't say live a politically correct life. Yeah, preach. But he defines what an honorable life is. Now listen to this. Doing good works with humility. Mm. In other words, you're, you're doing good works, but not with pride. Mm-hmm. You know, I see people do good works with pride a lot mm-hmm. and they do it like, look at me, look at how great I am. Right. That is not how we're called to do good mm-hmm. work. That's right. Come on. Uh, we're supposed to not allow our right hand to know what our left hand is doing. That yeah. means that I'm not doing this to be seen. Yeah. Yeah. And it says wow. with wow. humility that comes from God's wisdom, because I understand God and his ways, it motivates me to do good work. That's right. Come on. And listen to You're this. Preaching. But if you are bitterly jealous and selfish, now the opposite of living an honorable life that follows God's ways is to be bitterly jealous and and selfish. Mm-hmm. And if there is selfish ambition in your heart, in other words, I desire to climb the heights, mm-hmm. to be seen, to be adored, to be loved on some level, to get attention on some level, to get adoration and admiration on some level, to get acceptance on some level. Mm. Me. Yeah. Selfish ambition in your heart. Don't cover up the truth with boasting and lying. That's so good. Don't say, don't act like you humble. And deep down in your heart, you somewhere else. Yeah. Your ways, the Bible says, is not his ways. So so and so let's talk about today's subject because Jesus always reveals to us his ways. His ways. By he said like this in Isaiah 55. He said, like the rain cometh down yes. and watereth the earth, and it brings forth and buds. Yes. So his ways will come down like the rain. Yes, his right. his ways comes down in the word, and so right. so the word that we're giving, like you're giving a word out of right. what was that James what again? James thirteen through eighteen in yeah. the NLT and verse seventeen now in yeah. the Amplified. I really like it mm. because it says this: the wisdom from above is first of all. Yeah, see pure. there you go, wisdom from above. It's it's first of all pure. It's wisdom from I above. I love people who are pure. Yeah, so good. I love purity because mm-hmm. purity is easy. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no underlying motive. Mm-hmm. You know, no, you're no not loving me for what I do yeah, for yeah, you or because you need something from me. You just, yeah. you just genuinely pure. Pureness is the same as the word genuine. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's first of all, pure It's undefiled. And then it is peace loving. Listen to this. It is courteous, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. courteous. What is courtesy? It's considerate mm, and it's that's good. gentle. Yeah, that's what courtesy is: is mm-hmm. gentleness and 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 uh, considerate. Mm-hmm. And listen to this: it is willing to wow. yield to reason. In yeah. other words, a person who is always fighting every little thing—that's not the kind of person that God calls you to be. Yeah, yeah. If it's reasonable, 
Uh, not confrontational, but I don't understand what you're saying. Always fight. Contentious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, listen to this. It is full of compassion and good fruits. In mm-hmm. other words, I have some good fruits to show from from my from my works. Not that I'm trying to show off. Yeah. But it's part of the process. Yeah. It's part of the harvest. Yeah. And listen to this. It is wholehearted and straightforward. Mm. One thing I really mm. enjoy. Is a person who's very straightforward. I don't like guessing mm-hmm. where a person's mind is. Mm-hmm. And listen to this. It is impartial and unfeigned. Yeah. What is unfeigned? It's not wavering. Yeah, free from it's doubt. not insincere. Yeah. So God is calling us to be that kind of person. You might say, oh, I wish I was more like that. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody should wish they were more like that. And if you have the desire to say, I want to be more like that, that means that your heart is toward the things of God. And I and I, I want to hit this too, because you know, we, we mentioned this in the very beginning that your your spoken word is what brings reality to the written word. Now, you see things like that. Uh-huh. And I think for so long we've been hoping, worldly hope, wishing that it happens. Right. But the Bible talks about Faith is now. It is the <laughs> substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. So in other words, yes. I'm not hoping that I become like this. I'm expecting to be like this. And this is my testimony. Right. I will be I will be loving. I will be merciful. I will be pure at heart. I am I am gentle. I am peace loving. Yes. Uh the Bible says that the testimony of Enoch is that he pleased God. And he said it. I please God. Yeah. And so in this series, uh, we're talking about the blended family. We've been dealing with the law of priorities. Right. And talking about all of the, the ways of God. Jesus said, have faith in God if thou shalt say to this mountain. So so how do we handle blended situations? Yeah. How do we handle it? Well, I operate in the law of priority when it comes to my spouse. I operate in the law of priority when it comes to my children. And and the kids are going to go, wait, we were here first. Mm, mm. Hold on. We were here first. Yeah. Yeah. And so you're going to have to find God's wisdom on this Mm -hmm. because everybody and everything is going to fight for first place. That's right. Sometimes even your ex. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, what's amazing to me is nobody wants somebody on the outside to run their households. Mm. But when it comes to non-biological parenting, yeah. uh, everybody wants to run somebody else's household mm-hmm. and believe, honestly, they have the authority. Well, mm-hmm. those are my kids. My kids are there. Well, guess yeah. what? You don't live you here. You don't live here anymore. You don't live here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you lost your right. You, that's right. Come on, say that. You lost yeah. your right to yeah. the man. Yeah. Yeah, and it doesn't matter what your opinion is. Right is always right, and so we live in a in a, a in a in a world where God's ways are always going to succeed. God's ways are always going to rule. We, we got to dive into and, this, and and, and I want to jump into number three because ah! what do you want to jump into? I like to review. Okay, let's review <laughs> first. Then. All right. Okay, so the the practical information concerning biology. Ah, I like me. Ah. 
do that again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I always have a, a organized way of thinking about things. And when I can't get out what I desire to get out, it is frustrating. Mm. So anyway, so what is, let's talk about the law of priority concerning yeah. the blended family. Because if you can get your priorities right, mm -hmm. then a lot of things are going to go a lot more smoothly. Keep in mind, you cannot control the other side. Right. The only kind of control we we really have is self-control yeah and if we're under god's Preach. authority yeah. then now we are moved and led and guided by the holy spirit mm -hmm. so we're on the holy Holies. control yeah holy spirit control yeah. Come on. so the problem first of all we talked about this yesterday is unresolved feelings for the ex we're gonna most people who are divorced still feel extreme anger or extreme love mm -hmm. for that person even mm -hmm. 10 years sometimes 30 years later yeah but what we must do in the law of priority is to focus on our current spouse mm -hmm. that means you're gonna have to forgive your ex mm -hmm. law of priority means first of all i forgive my ex so that i can make my current spouse first priority in my earthly relationships yeah yeah number two you're dealing with issues of lower trust and higher expectation mm. lower trust i don't trust you because i'm hurt mm -hmm. and i have baggage from my old relationship yet mm -hmm. now you're gonna have to do a better job so than my ex so we have to be careful of the rebound dating now because the rebound dating will still have the, the remnant of the old relationships so what what how do we respond to that when yeah. we consider uh uh the law of priority number one date to establish trust yeah exactly. i don't believe in dating in the traditional sense i believe yeah. in courtships uh mm -hmm. you know i mm -hmm. believe that you shouldn't go into a situation automatically putting the facade or the label of dating on there yeah, yeah, yeah. i think you should just simply be friends mm -hmm. that way you don't feel the pressure of kissing and holding hands and getting into a physical relationship before you have taken the mask off and established the trust and the underlying characteristics of a good friendship yeah before you wow. move on into a physical relationship obviously the bible says that you should not fornicate mm -hmm. so obviously you shouldn't be moving into a physical relationship until you have been married yeah but what, what we often do is we tempt mm. we tempt ourselves mm -hmm. by holding hands by hugging yeah kissing. by kissing yeah and going as far physically as we can with no penetration yeah yeah yeah. And that is not what God called us to do. Yeah. So we should be dating. I know this just is blowing the no, lid this, this off is, this is of good, though. what this is, is good. politically yeah. because acceptable, you got it, you got what is socially acceptable. You got to address these issues because, it, you know, people say things all the time like this is real. Well, this is real. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And this is just review yeah. because these are things maybe yeah. I haven't got exactly to this yet. Right. But we should be moving on to the next thing. But yeah. this is just review. Right. So we should be dating to establish trust, not to establish a physical connection. Right. It's not hard to connect physically to anyone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not hard. Mm -hmm. What's hard is to have a spiritual and a soulish foundation yeah. that is based on the word of God. Yeah that is based on friendship mm -hmm. that is based on understanding mm -hmm. that is based on following god's ways so that dating is a time of full disclosure this is a time to remove the fig leaves and take off the mask yeah. and stop pretending yeah 
And what people often do in America is we pretend yeah. until we have yeah. gained the prize. We perfected phoniness. We have perfected phoniness to a point where once we have the prize, now we take our spouse for granted mm-hmm. and we can just Preach. let it all out. Preach. And then once we discover what's really there, it's like you got a flow going this on. You, is you, preach, not... you preach, preach. I'm gonna sit back and drink my tea. No, Robbie. I just want to get through the review and then <laughs> then it's all yours. That's and good then... <laughs> And then the next thing you want to do is have a vision for your marriage. A marriage with no purpose is is on shaky ground at best. Mm-hmm. A marriage with no purpose. Yeah. You know, why am I married? I don't know. I just like them. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I just love them. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's good. So you have a foundation of love. Why are y'all together? And if you cannot answer that question, you need to go to God and say, Lord, why did you put me with this man? Why did you put me with this woman and let him reveal Mm -hmm. to you the purpose of your marriage? Wow. Wow. God had a reason. Yeah. And it is up to you to discover the reason that he had. Yeah. Now what's going to haunt you at times is you felt like the old marriage had a purpose Mm. and now your dream. Yeah. Yeah. Has been turned into a horrible nightmare. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And now it's not the way you desire on the day that you said I do. And when you blame God for that, you know, imagine people blaming God for that. And, yes. And God is not the one that that caused that, you know. So let's move on because I, so, I, can, I can go and down so a road on this so the, the next step, and this is, this is a powerful step, and you should do it before you get married uh, or remarried, should I say. Dream a, a new, new dream. dream. Yeah, yeah. Dream a new dream. Okay, it's all yours, Pastor. I just wanted to (laughs) just say this. All this is saying is uh, repent. You know, now repenting, it doesn't mean I'm sorry. Repenting means change your attitude. Go back to the penthouse. Change your attitude. Change your thoughts. Have a new way. Have a new way of thinking. Uh, God says, my thoughts are not your thoughts. Romans chapter 12 says, he says, uh, be renewed. Yeah, yeah. Renew your mind. You know, so uh, the only way you can get to real change is the renewing of your mind. Think a new thought. Dream a new dream. Don't repeat the mistakes of your past. Yeah. Now, Now, when it comes to the law of priority, let's talk about non-biological parenting mm -hmm. because this is a huge issue. Mm -hmm. Do you know that we deal with this issue quite a bit in the church? In the church, that's right. Yeah. So people are wanting to know, what do I do? How do I establish proper priorities when it comes to non-biological parents? So so a lot of people say, well, how do I protect my biological children <laughs> from my non-biological parent? How, how, you know, and that's, you know, that's... It goes back to step A, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You're dating. To for, do what? For discovery. Yeah. And dating to do what? To establish trust. trust. Yeah. Because, you know, when you have the, the, let's say the wife went through the divorce and the child was there, you know. Right. So now they place the child above the new spouse. And I have to protect my child in the priority structure. And I have to protect my child. So you can't, you can't discipline this child. Yeah. you. But, (laughs) but, but if you don't, if you don't trust them. Of course, you're going to have that attitude. Right. So moving into the area of trust, if you can trust them with you, yourself, then you can trust them with your children. So good. So good. Amen. Yes. And so, you know, 
I think what's interesting is that a person will say, I trust this man with my life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I trust this woman with my life. Mm-hmm, that's right. right? I, I can't trust you with when myself. You, when you get married, that's in essence what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yet, you will say, but they better not touch my children. Hmm. So then the question is, should you have married that wow. person? Preach that. You say you trust them with your life, but the thing that is most precious to you, which is your children, mm-hmm. you do not trust them Trust them with your children. Mm-hmm. That was not a good match. Mm-hmm. Say that. That was not a good match. Yeah. You should keep dating until you trust them mm-hmm. with your children, or else if you see that that will never happen, you need to cut that off. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's That's not fair to your children. Mm-hmm. For you to marry someone who they cannot love. So, I'm going to say it again yeah. because some people I know didn't No, you're talking about that the children can't love? The uh, children can't love. Mm. And I'm not saying that mm. the children will automatically feel a bond. But what I am saying is that trust is one of the bedrocks of every good relationship. Yeah, yeah. And if the if you don't trust them mm-hmm. with your children, the children will not trust the new spouse. So let me ask you this question. Wait, 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 yeah, okay, wait, okay, wait. Okay, go ahead. Finish your thought. They have to have trust to have love. Mm-hmm. You cannot love someone who you cannot trust. Okay. Okay, now what if you have a child? And I understand getting to the trust and getting to the love, spending time and those kind of things. But what if you have a child that's just so dead set against it'll the, happen the new spouse? You know how? Uh, and, and I'm not saying you have the answer for this, but I do. You you might want to think about how can you navigate, you know, or, or try to really in, in, insert this new person into this relationship yeah. structure when. You know that this child is going to fight tooth and nail because right. they still love. It, it may be the spouse that passed. You know, right. it may be uh, the divorce that happened, and, and the girl said, "You will never be my mother." Right. Uh, uh, or the young man said, "You will never be my father." Right. You know, sometimes uh, uh, the children who are very much against the new spouse will frustrate the mm-hmm. new spouse to a point that they will no longer want to be married. Mm-hmm. Even though they love they love you very much, uh, the children, the, the amount of anger, the amount of resentment yeah. can push uh, the new spouse away. Mm-hmm. But that is where the priority scru- structure comes in. Mm-hmm. First of all, they must be trustworthy. Yeah, that's right. Trustworthy. That's right. That's right. In other words, Mm -hmm. I can trust them Mm -hmm. with my children. And then what you want to do is share ownership Mm. with your new partner. Now, let me say this. It is not wise for a new parent, say you're newlyweds, and you have non-biological children, obviously it's smarter to allow the parent to do the disciplining. The, the biological parent. The biological parent right. should do the disciplining. Okay. And at least six to eight months into the marriage, mm-hmm. the biological parent should do the disciplining. However, you want to share ownership yeah. 
of the children with Mm -hmm. the non-biological parent. In Mm -hmm. other words, Mm -hmm. the children should not be allowed to run over the new parent. Mm -hmm. The new children should not be allowed, the children should not be allowed to mock the new parent. The new parent. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The, The parent has to have the authority to defend themselves and to punish the children if necessary, if the children go too far. Yeah. Um, We we had a conversation with a couple and we even had them on our broadcast one time. And the the young lady that the non-biological parent in this new relationship, in this marriage, had to deal with a child, had to deal with her her daughter you know oh yeah <laughs> and uh one of the things that i i remember her saying is that she she said i was the i am the adult you the know parent no the non-biological what parent. i mean yeah yeah but what she was saying is i am the adult <coughs> in this situation so you should be smarter right you know you should yes. not allow a, a child you know to Push you to a point. I was going to use this word to to manipulate your emotions. Right. And 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 That's what, she, so good. what she did is she said she got to her level, and and it didn't mean that she came down and started acting like her, but she got to her level and she started talking to her. Conversation and communication are the bedrock. They're huge. It, to any good relationship, whether you're a blended family, you got to learn how to talk to each other, and you can't get mad when the child runs off or rushes off because she just. Her emotions have not his or her yeah are immature. Now this is a this is true even of grown children. Yeah, I I might say that. Yeah. Now the the maturity that the parent has a new parent. That's why you date for trust. You know, you need to be able to trust this person with your child. Right. You know, even though they, you may not discipline them or allow them to discipline your child, you still want to be able to trust them to talk and not go off when they go off. You know, right. not not fuss when they fuss. You know, and sometimes let me just say, emotions can run high. They they can. I understand and everybody that. makes mistakes. Yeah. However, as you know, as parents, you have to remember, I am the adult. Yeah. And, and sometimes emotions run high and you get on the same level as a kid and mm-hmm. you, oh, look at what I said, look at what I did. But what we have to remember is as adults, we have a, we have a, a, um, um, a responsibility, responsibility come on to be the ones who do what's right, right come you on. cannot afford to allow your guard to come down mm, mm-hmm. and do what's wrong very seldom. Will you get a positive result out of doing the wrong thing? Mm-hmm. You know, I've never heard anyone ever come in my office and say, you know, Pastor, um, my husband yelled at me and it really did me a lot of good. I right. never heard that nope. before. Nope. <laughs> nope. nope. And I never heard a husband say, you know, my wife yelled at me and belittled me and berated me and it really did me a lot of good. Mm-hmm. I never heard that before. Mm-hmm. So then we have to be the adult. We have to be, and, and we say this often, even in ministry, mm. there are times that we have to be professional, yeah, not personal. Yeah, say that one more time. There are times that we have to be professional. In other words, we have to stick with our profession. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Think about that. Mm-hmm. We have to stick with the word and we have to do what's right Mm -hmm. and not what personally we feel like they, that, you know, we're not going to get in the flesh. Yeah. 
we're not going to get into what we know we could do in our natural ability to yeah. overpower a situation. Amen. Amen. We're going to stop there. I pray y'all receive this word. Listen, we're talking about the blended family. We're calling it. We're blended. Help. You know, and so I pray that some of these things are now starting to break up the fallow ground of your heart. You know, um, maybe you were very hardened concerning these situations and, you know, your way or the highway. Well, God has a way. The Bible says that his ways are not our ways, but he will make sure you know his ways because it'll come down in the form of the word of God, the revealed spoken word of God. And today we're speaking the word of God. We're giving you revelation from the Holy Spirit so that you can enter into maybe you're already there, but maybe you can enter into a new thing. The Bible says, behold, I do a new thing. Yes. You can start a new thing in your relationship. You, It's, it's not too late. Amen. No. And let me just say, these these matters cut to the core. Yeah, yeah. And they, I mean, you know, you talk about, you know, yeah. uh, situations, you ever clip your nail and then go to the quid, to and the you're quit. like, ooh, yeah. that hurt. Yeah. Well, these, well, you're talking about blended families and non-biological parenting. These things hurt. Yeah, it does. And so let us allow the Lord to heal the broken heart mm -hmm. concerning a failed relationship mm -hmm. and let him pour into our life the things we need, the equipping we need to have a more successful union for what God has for us in the future. That's right. These things, I don't know your personal situation. Yeah. So it's not coming from a, from a level of understanding you personally. Mm -hmm. It's just understanding how these things go. Yeah. Amen. Amen. We got to stop. Listen, uh, don't forget we have our 4th of July picnic this Monday coming up. It's right. going to be out at our property, 2401 Magnolia Drive in Lamarck, Texas. Listen, come and be a part of it. It's going to be about 530. We're going to get started and we're going to just, just relax, bring, bring food and and fellowship with one another. Also, we have our Blackberry Festival coming up. It is going to be August the 13th, and it's going to be from uh, 10 to 6. We need vendors. We need sponsors. We need people to uh, sign up to bake a pie, you know, or make some ice cream. Uh, so we're going to judge it and give you a, some kind of prize. Amen. We love you. Let us speak a word over you today. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine, shine upon, upon you and, and be gracious, gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Declare shalom and, and blessings over your life. life. And we declare that Jesus, Jesus is Lord and he's upholding all things by the word of his power. Be blessed. We love you. And we'll see you next time. Amen. Amen.